Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Did you know, Lucky, that we've been saying BMW wrong our entire lives? I haven't because I've never had the need to say BMW. What do you mean I've been saying it wrong? You've been how, saying it how wrong. How do you say BMW wrong? Because it's a German car, of course, so the last letter isn't pronounced like a W. It's, uh, it's more like a V, so we should be saying BMW. Oh. Not BMW. Yeah, so it could be what the Bavarian Motorworks, yeah. right? Yeah. BMV. Try going into a BMW dealership and saying, <laughs> I'd like to purchase a BMV. Uh, do you have a BMV for me? Yeah. Huh. So I, I've always been torn with the um, pronunciation of things if you're not uh, from that nation. Like sometimes, they, okay, like with French, right? Right. So, so I don't speak French. So if I have to say a French word, am I supposed to all of a sudden put the accent on it or just say it as a, an English-speaking person would say it? Or it's like with names. So, for example, you know, there's a, a reporter. I think she works at City or one of these. And I like her. She seems like a, a good reporter. But her name is Laura DiBattista. Okay. Have, have you, you've heard of this woman? Yes. It's Laura DiBattista. So she'll be doing her news and she'll be speaking English. Yes. And then at the end she'll go, I'm Laura Di Batista. <laughs> all of a sudden, all of a sudden she's Selma Hayek. Right. I'm Laura Di Batista. Right. Uh, I, is that right? I, I guess there's no right or wrong. But if, my, if I had a foreign sounding name and I was on the air, if I was, I would be Giuseppe whatever. Right. And I would just say, I wouldn't Giuseppe. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I guess if it's the way that your name has been pronounced in your family all that time, right, right, right then yeah. th- that is, you know, like like if your name is Mario, right, right, right. I, I guess the English pronunciation is Mario, Mario, right, right. right. Um, but you know, if you say you know your name, that's how you say your name mm. or how you've been, you know, tight. You're you're. If if my name was Michelle instead of uh, Michael, if I was French, mm. I guess you know I wouldn't just change it to Michael because. Yeah, like my, like Maria's last, her maiden name is Gagliardi. That's how you pronounce it right. in Italian. But everybody says Gagliardi. Okay. Right? And she's always Do they say it. Gagliardi? Canadians do. Right. Yeah, because it's G-A-G. But she would never say it that way. I think she gave up and, and because people would look at her weird when she'd go Gagliardi. And she'd right. roll the R. And they'd, I think they thought, oh, who are you? You know, with the rolling of the R's. So right. she's always just said... Like, if you listen to her brother's voicemail, he'll say, I'm Nick Gagliardi. He'll, yeah. He'll say it properly. But I think lots of times to say, hey, Nick Gagliardi, he'll just go with the Gagliardi. I'll tell you what, well, it comes up in sports quite often. And even, you know, uh, around general life uh, here, you know, Pontiac had a car called the Grand Prix. Right. 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 Well, we never called it the Grand Prix. <laughs> <laughs> we would mix the two. We'd call it the Grand Prix. Yeah. Right? Right. Which is, you know, just an abomination of both languages. Right, right. <laughs> right? But if they run the race in Montreal, it's the Grand Prix. Right. Right? We don't call it the Grand Prix. <laughs> It'll be in the we Grand Prix. certainly Prix. don't say it's the Grand Prix either. <laughs> Is there any celebrity who you feel is cancel-proof? I think the Springsteen story shows that even a guy like him who is beloved in America and around the world, he's now uh, getting the, the cancel treatment a little bit. Yeah, not not to the extent, I mean, Jeep having to pull their, their ad mm. for a little bit till they sort things out. I guess some of the details coming out more now that it wasn't one shot of tequila, it was two that he had. The officer said he saw an empty bottle of Patron. Uh, near the scene as well, that he said Bruce reeked of alcohol 
and uh, that he was, uh, I guess, asked to, to walk 18 steps, and he walked 45, refused to do the roadside breathalyzer, but then when he did uh, blow, he was point zero two, still a quarter of what the limit was. They should have asked him to dance in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cheesy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Even Cadillac wants their ranch back. <laughs> Anyhow, so people were asked, uh, who do you think, what celebrities uh, are really cancel-proof? And at the top of the list is Dolly Parton. Oh. Now, I think one of the things she's really got going for her right now is that she turned down that uh, award from Trump, that medal of whatever. Yeah. And, and then she was asked if Biden would offer it to her. Would she take it from him? She's like, no, I, that's unfair. If I turn down Trump, I'm going to yeah, turn down Biden. Don't want it. Okay. So she's getting applauded for that, I think. Uh, Betty Day or Betty White is on the list, and okay. of course, how? Listen, Betty can do what she wants right now. She can <laughs> she can go on a massive killing spree, and we just say, oh, it's Betty. It's <laughs> not a bad day. She's that's 100. True. What do you want to do? But there are younger people on this list who I don't think have clocked in enough time to be cancel proof. Like Harry Styles and Rihanna are on the list. Harry Styles. Okay. Well, he should get applauded right now. Olivia Wilde and him are okay. busy. Yeah, You know, Adam Sandberg is on the list. Uh, I, you know, he's funny. He's great. But I don't think he's so beloved. No, no, not at all. He wouldn't be to that stature. Um, Will Smith, Julia Roberts, Jeff Goldblum, Sandra Bullock, all showing up as people who Steve Carell believed to be. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think so. Because... You know, to say that they're cancel-proof is basically that they're bulletproof. And sometimes there's a bullet that's big enough. Mm. Because you would have said Bill Cosby was on that list. Mm. You know, he uh, shot a big as bullet. As America's there. dad. And then, you know, yeah, he, he bombed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was quite the grenade. Now, this is interesting, too, because there are people on the list who have since passed. Uh, and you think sometimes dying buys you a, you know... Uh, a, a get out of jail free card, right. yeah. but uh, like Chadwick yeah. Chadwick Boseman, okay, um, Steve Irwin, Carrie Fisher, Princess Diana. If we found out a story about Princess Diana, or Alex Trebek, if we found out that he loved doing rails off a hooker's back, <laughs> you know. To, uh, <laughs> well, it's interesting because Princess Di was one who, you know, broke a few rules in her time there. Right. But I, I think there's a sympathy card. To some of this, like for like like Rihanna being on that list, I don't right. think she's so beloved. But the fact is, she went through that whole Chris Brown scenario, and, mm. and that alone, I think, gives her an image of, uh, or, or maybe a pass on a couple of things. Yeah, uh, Julianne. And, uh, I'm sorry, Jennifer Garner shows up on the list, and same could be said yeah, with right? Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I think Princess Di. You know, people were so outraged at how the royal family treated her. Uh, when they found right. out about how things you know kind of went with them and how she was treated by Charles and Camilla and all this you know they imprisoned in that life if you want to call it that yeah uh, that okay there's a there's a sympathy card that's played there that, that gets her by a little bit I mean she was the the people's princess people loved her for it too we can also I say uh, say with some pretty good confidence that after watching uh, Capitol Hill in the impeachment process as of the last forty eight hours or so. Trump's pretty cancel-proof himself. <laughs> With Valentine's, it's it's a tough call how you want to present to your loved one your thoughts of how the day should unfold. Some look at Valentine's as, you know, just a, it's a day to show love. And so with that, it's flowers and a nice meal and hand-holding and love songs. 
And there's that. And there's others who just look at it like, well, this is my opportunity to turn my wife into the tramp I know she is. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes you got to be careful because you don't know if she's thinking or he's thinking the same way. Right. So you should avoid some gifts because chances are they're going to be more of a disappointment than not. Uh, furry handcuffs are way up that list. Okay. What are we doing with these? Um, flowers are at the top of the list uh, for uh, disappointing gifts, but also on the top of the list of gifts we like. Right. Because there is this feeling for some with flowers, I think it really didn't put much effort into it. Here's where, and we've said this so often of relationships, a conversation early mm. can really clear a lot of air mm-hmm. on this. Like, you need to know what your uh, your 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 loved one's uh, expectations are or what their feelings are on the day. Problem with that, though, I think, Lucky, is Valentine's a weird one because I think there are some women or men who will say, no, don't make a fuss because right. they feel like they're needy or greedy or uh, whatever if right. they admit they really like to be wooed on I Valentine's. know, but this is it's just so typical, and I'll probably put the pressure on the on the on the women in the relationship uh here uh in that if they have expectations on that day, mm. they really have to let that you know give some hints really early into that that you take this as a as a big day on the calendar because if not, it's just a test for disappointment, right. Yeah, okay, you're in an interesting situation in this, in that you've been very adamant in, in all the time I've known you. Right. That you do not like making a fuss about Valentine's. Your right. position is, I don't care to do it. I won't be roped in. I'm not going to be sucked into spending whatever X amount of dollars on some flowers that are going to die in three days. I'm upfront about it. Right. So is there a chance anywhere that Adrian realized how adamant you were you didn't like the day, so she's eaten her feelings about it? Perhaps. <laughs> because you have said to me, nah, she feels the same way. Right. And I sense she doesn't. She's just realized you're well, so against it that she's given up on it being something. Well, no, no, no. I, I Listen, I am not completely black-hearted mm. in all of this. Yes. Where I wouldn't have just, like, I'm not one to just slam down and say, hey, listen, uh, we're dating. Just so you know, this is an absolute no-go. <laughs> Right? It's more one of those, how big a deal is Valentine's Day for you? And uh, then she said, and or she's like, you well, said. It's, I, could, I could be neither here nor there. And I said, good, because I hate it. And then I love when you say, well, I order a heart-shaped pizza. Yeah, so you can eat. Right. <laughs> we both eat it. Well, and like, and she cleans up. Horrible, like you take Marie out for dinner and you don't eat. Yeah. But I also <laughs> buy her a gift. Right. Put on the sex helmet. <laughs> She, she, she wears, just likes the mask part of that helmet. Yeah, so she doesn't smell my alcohol breath. She wears the helmet. I wear the cape. Right. It's a, it's a whole thing. We can provide for you what we believe to be beautiful Valentine's Day songs. Okay. We've had these produced. We wrote them. We spent some time. I think these will work perfect in all sorts of different situations. Here's our first one. It's called Your Tattoo. I love you. I love you. But I'm concerned about your lower back tattoo It clearly reads Hammer Is that your ex's nickname Or the manner in which he pounded you Happy Valentine's Day 
subtle. That's what That's I, I, I think is yeah. the beauty of that one. It's just, it's it's very subtle. A, a little uh, uh, on, on the low confidence side of things. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you like to see a tattoo, hammer? Uh, and now this one uh, intrigues me because uh, when we wrote it, I was probably thinking about my favorite uh, ex-hamster videos to watch. Right. It's called Best Friend's Mom. Check this out. It's beautiful. She took us to yogurt, she took us to bowl, she took us to prom, she took you to college, I went for the ride, and now I'm doing your mom, happy Valentine's Day. Oh. <laughs> so nice. I should just play Stacy's Mom's Got It Going On. That's right. Uh, how about this one? 23 and Not Me. I think we know where this song is right. going. We got married. I thought I was doing right. But some years later, do you know what I find? The kid ain't mine. No, and you're not my valentine. Play that one for Maria. <laughs> and, and, and here's one to wrap up, which I think is great. If you haven't quite shared the truth about your life, this is the song where it can help you out. Something to say. It's not you, it's me is what they always say. But in this case, it's true in oh so many ways. It's really I'm just not down with the JJ's. Happy Valentine's Day, but I'm sorry I'm gay. See? Right. All areas covered. Don't be sorry. You be you. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Right. Time for Teddy Reader for Holinda's Meats. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craigie. Good morning, Lucky. I guess it's happy Valentine's weekend. Yes. Yes. Family sir. day weekend. Isn't every day family day now that we're under a pandemic yeah. quarantine? <laughs> now all you're going to do this weekend is sit and stare at your family more. <laughs> and in my house, every yeah. day is Valentine's as well, Teddy. So. <laughs> oh, you're very romantic. Oh, hey, Teddy. Oh, uh, you're super romantic. <laughs> yeah, he is. Right. He, oh, yeah. When it comes to romance, <laughs> that Adrian is a lucky lady. Um, I, I wanted to share this with you, Teddy, before uh, we get into cooking sexy for Valentine's. I was watching this um, Franz, Fran Lebowitz and Martin Scorsese have this documentary about New York City. It's on Netflix. And she was talking about the arts and she said, you know, there are two groups of people in the world that are beloved by everybody and bring joy to everybody's life. And she said those two groups of people are musicians and chefs, she said, because everybody loves some form of music, whether it's opera, country, rock, whatever your passion is. And everybody loves a good meal, and it brings such joy to our lives. So, Teddy, you are loved by everybody on this Valentine's. Uh, I tell you, I'm just going to base myself in Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> and I so tell you, you I will be sexy, sexy, sexy. It'll be sexy Valentine's. time. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, yeah. So, Me, you know, covered in Nutella and roses. And your wife yeah. looking at you with absolute disgust. 
Oh, completely. She'd be like, what the hell is going on with you? So, Teddy, if you are uh, are charged with coming up with a sexy menu for Valentine's Day, what are, what are you grilling? I have no idea what I'm going to do this weekend because my wife hates Valentine's Day. She's like, is this, do we have to do this stupid thing? And I'm like, no, I don't. We don't. So, but I, I tell you, I do like to cook and I do like to make nice food for my wife and for my family. And on Valentine's Day, I will definitely do that. Well, from a from a seafood avenue, nothing to me, my favorite would be a seared tuna steak, crusted with sesame seeds, mm. seared either in a pan or on a grill, super, super hot so that it's rare, and then sliced nice and thin, and you can put a little light in, in my gastro grilling cookbook. I do a smashed green onion compound butter. And literally, you smash the green onions, then chop them up. And smashing them extracts the juice. So you get a sweeter juice coming out of that onion. Okay. And mix that in with a little bit of black pepper, maybe a little fresh herb, parsley or dill or cilantro. And garnish that, uh, that tuna steak with, uh, with that compound butter. Scallops sautéed in butter. Like, butter is everything you need for Valentine's Day. They think chocolate is love. No, butter is love. (laughs) You put some scallops and poach them in uh, a little bit of butter. Serve them with a little white wine butter sauce. Would be very nice for your lovely. I love scallops, Ted, but I'm I'm always afraid because I don't know how long to cook them. Oh, it's very, very simple. Uh, You you put them in a very hot pan. get Get a little oil and a little butter. And when it starts to bubble, put them in the pan. Sear them on one side. When you turn them over, shut the pan off and wait about 30 seconds to one minute and pull them out to serve them. Okay. Beautiful. It doesn't take long at all. You don't want to overcook them and you want to cook them super, super hot. You want to sear that outside and get the, the keep the juice inside the scallop so it's nice and moist and tender. You don't want to overcook it. Then you got a little rubber ball. Right. An expensive rubber right? ball. Expensive yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it won't go over well. No. Right? Oh, right. this is good. Let's play ping pong now. It's yeah. a family event. <laughs> now, are we doing a right? sexy dessert, or you got more to the fish? Well, not to the fish. I, I, I like steak. Okay. And I know last night you were telling me earlier when you were off air that you did a steak for the lovely Maria, mm-hmm. and which was really for you. And we're trying to get some of meat lover. It was trying, You're to, trying to get some. Yeah, We're trying to get Wait some of the lovely March. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't happen then either. <laughs> it won't happen then either. Yeah. But a little bit like for Valentine's, uh, you don't need a big, huge steak. And if you're doing it for the family because you're all together, uh, ribeye steaks are lovely. And if you do a nice, thick one, you can slice it and share it amongst your family. But if you want to do something just individual, filet. And I love the filet. And you take a knife and you cut a hole in the center of the filet and make a little pocket. And you can stuff whatever you want in that. Hmm. Me, I'd put a little bit of blue cheese. But some people will do a little sautéed mushroom and a duck cell, as they call it, and chop it up with some mushroom and stuff it with mushroom and maybe a little bit of cheddar cheese. Hmm. So you can have a little bit of fun. Don't overcook the tenderloin. Think of it like the scallop. Keep it to rare, to medium rare. And have fun. It doesn't matter if you're serving a bowl of cereal. Just make it lovely for your wife. And then present yourself covered in Nutella to end the meal, Teddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just come walking into the room covered in covered in that Nutella. Spread everywhere. Yeah. So yeah. you discover that nut allergy. Place. That goes over well, too. 
All right, Teddy, if anybody wants to talk Valentine, sexy cooking, anything with Teddy Reader, how to get the Nutella in all the cracks and crevices, how do they get a hold of you? You're going to find me in the social media world at Ted Grill. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.